Do it again. Of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world. You're listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. A martini, shaken, not stirred. Don't try and church it up, son. You can't handle the truth. I am big. The picture that got small. Your first one's on us. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. I'm your host, Mark Rigadonna, and with me, as always... Richie Byrne. And your producer. (laughs) You stumble over that line. You just suck at that. Soul Joel. Soul Joel. And our special guest today... We have a special guest. Let me just say this before we say who the guest is. He's going to talk for 25 minutes. I'm going to talk. I am. I'm going to ruin the show. Do you even need me? me? Let me just say this. Let me say this. I will... I said I got to bring on the person who had everything to do with me getting on the Dr. Oz show. And it was their decision, and we must have them on. And Joey Cola said no, so we called our city. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, nice. no. No. I was like, I was like, Richie's never had a heartfelt intro. R.C. No. Smith. And first of all, this is no. this is awesome because three of the five people I like in comedy are in this room. So. <laughs> well, that, that's that's yeah. cool. And then there's um, Joey Cola and me. So yeah, that's, those are the that's only it. people I like that's in comedy. That's a good point. I, I hate everybody he else. He does. <laughs> he does. But R.C. Smith is here. Uh, wonderful stand-up comedian. Uh, and warm-up man for the Chew. A ABC's daytime. ABC's. Some girl who wants my job said that she wants my crowd warmer job. That's the the, crowd the message. She, I like your job is crowd warmer. He warm. goes around and blows <laughs> on people, rubs their shoulders. He gets them warmer. Yeah. I said, well, you should learn what the title is before you well, ask yes, for it. New, New York Magazine <laughs> called me an audience fluffer. Wow. That's and I, a, felt, I was like, really? Like I'm going around playing no, with people's wow. balls. Well, well at least now you get a title. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, and he does it for yeah, free. Not only, <laughs> no. not only that, I do warm-up. <laughs> now, now, did that close friend text you, or did she Facebook you? No, she sent me a message on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I just told, I just tell an RC that I wanted to... Congratulate him on his idea. He's moving. He's right. I'm RC. getting. Out, I'm getting out of New York. RC's getting the hell after, out of after New York. After 30 years in New York City and uh, 28 years uh, doing comedy and 20 years doing TV, I'm done. I'm getting right. out. All so right. yeah. I told him I wanted to like tell him that it's a, it's a good move. I moved out of the city and I I love it. But then I did. But I didn't want to call you because I didn't want you to think I was aiming for your job. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I called him. One of my oldest friends. <laughs> and I call him to go, and I waited a few weeks. I said, let me, I'll call him. And he, and he goes, I've been expecting this call. <laughs> and I go, what do you mean? He goes, you want me to put your name in the hat, in the ring for the chew? I go, no, I'm just calling to say congratulations. No, no, this is what he said. I'm, I'm calling to wish you congratulations, and I'm happy at Oz. But yeah, you know what? Go ahead, no, put my name in the hat if you want. Said, no. He said, yeah, yeah but no. He's close, yeah, but no. He goes, so you don't want me to put your name in? I go, yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Comics are such vultures, though. Oh, it's, you don't know, like, even though you guys are very close, like, you yeah, don't know. Honest to God. You can't wait to pick apart your I ribs. Never, I never knew I was so popular until I said I was leaving the TV show. <laughs> well, I've never known I was that well, people is, you, you I know, mean, wanted to be really near me. It's really become a job that comics, you realize how, and people see us. Yeah. I mean, it's a godsend. 
the, the job is a god. But the thing is, there's only four people that can do it. Yeah. You know, they're not, not, not everybody just, can do audience warm up. Even a great comic doesn't mean you're going to be good at warm up at all. And and a, and a medi- mediocre comic can be great at warm up, and we prove that every day. You every it. single day. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> people that have seen you do it said you're not even like a warm up. It's almost like you're a maestro. I say like it's like a, a conductor. Here's a warm up comedy is a cross between uh, babysitter, traffic cop, ringmaster, fluffer. Absolutely. And 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 comic. That's what that's what we do. And and stage manager, producer, host. It's all of that rolled into one. And so. keep and and a major part of it, I think, and it, which is harder for you, is that the the star has to trust you. Absolutely. And you have more than one star. Yeah. Well, so we had five. Now we're down to three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. That's right. Yeah, they're too. dropping like flies at the chew. Well, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. And so now there's less for me to worry about. Yeah. People are like, hey, you're losing your warm-up guy. They're like, at least he's not on camera every day. It's a start. Yeah. <laughs> at least he's got a clean background. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. I so, gotta, so when I first got married and uh, Angie and I were talking about leaving New York, like we just started the idea of leaving um i go well let's take advantage of some of the cool stuff before we make a decision and uh her and i came and we watched yeah. you do warm up i think yep. like two days in a row we went and saw <laughs> dina go do it like right two days and i think you guys were uh, not recording because i got a hold of joey and he, they weren't recording it's but probably go, like yeah in the, like summer or something i go probably. let's go see all my friends that do warm-up and you can see how tv shows are made and it's a lot of fun and these guys are my friends and did she think it was fun she loved it. okay good she <laughs> absolutely loved it no but the thing was i took pictures because i was so excited that my wife is hanging out with my friends right she doesn't come to the clubs and hang out or no nothing. that's that's a hard sell so we <laughs> so we took pictures and stuff i put it online and then all of a sudden i start getting all these emails what are you in line for trying to get warm-up work I'm <laughs> yeah, like, of course jesus christ can i not have friends <laughs> no no you cannot <laughs> there's, you, there's people you work with and then your friends do you ever feel that way do you don't seem like you have that complex where you're worried about people gunning for your job just no shoot. i don't care i don't care at all so because i'm really good at what i do so and you know and, and i have that confidence and also the show has always had my back you know, if, if anybody fills in when I get back, they're always like, oh, we're so glad you're back. We're glad you're here. So they, you know, and, and they're kind of freaking out a little bit that I'm leaving. So oh, they're wow. they're really I'm freaking sure out. I'm sure they are. So Big I'm sure they are. Yeah, absolutely. Especially that show, because you shoot pretty much in time. Yeah, we do. Which, we're not live, but we're live close. to tape, they yes, call it. They, so. and, and, uh, and you have got that audience. They have got to stay here for that whole hour. They cannot wane. And that, that it exhausted me when I've filled in for you there is not a second where you let them let up. One of like the things Oz, though, that helps a lot up. is they fed us. <laughs> we kept yeah. that energy up. Because yeah, they, they just got kept food. Yeah, food. <laughs> yeah. We don't we don't feed a doctor Oz. No, but you get pictures yeah, of vaginas. Yes, <laughs> that had me up, but. Uh, <laughs> I, I had so much fun when I came and watched. It's it's a great time. I mean, um, I'm gonna miss I'm I'm gonna miss the camaraderie because as Richie will say, you get to know the crew really really well, right, and you right. become friends and you socialize and you hang out and you go out drinking and it's it the really exact is opposite of stand up you know, comedy. Completely <laughs> opposite. Nobody wants <laughs> to completely talk to each opposite. other. Completely opposite. Exactly. If so, you do good, they like shun you. Right. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. They hate you. They don't want to. And they're a fun crew over there. Yeah. We have a really two, good crew. Two, it's it's, it's probably guys. the best people I've ever worked with. Yeah. They're a lot of fun. We hang out and we 
do stuff. And we've also had the added um, uh, bonus of going down to Florida together because we've done episodes oh, yeah, in down in Epcot. Yeah. yeah. So three years in a row, not the entire crew, but the majority of the crew, we all went to Florida. So we all hung out in Florida, too. Oh. So there was, like, restaurant trips and drinking and more drinking and yeah. drinking. So we've really <laughs> bonded together. We've become really close-knit. So that's what I'm going to miss more than anything is sitting in the studio in the morning drinking, uh, saying yeah. inappropriate things. Because we had, I don't know if you had it, but we had a uh, um, a sexual harassment a seminar at our studio. Did you have that? Did no, we? Richie was the I, sexual harassment I, seminar. I will say that's ironic. Right. But um, right. Well, this, was, and this was before everything went down. Yeah. So we had, a, we had a sexual harassment for everybody, the cast, the crew, everybody. And it was this woman who had never been sexually harassed ever in her life. And she's the one that's telling the talk. And she's saying, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. Well, the funny thing is the next day, all of our comments as a crew became 10 times worse than they ever were. <laughs> See, that, they told us what, what not they to don't say. Understand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because fueling a fire. Because we're all yeah. a bunch of 12-year-olds. That's right. why we're working. Well, TV. I'll tell you a funny story. My old uh, Glenn Arbor, who was the sound tech at Oz, who was a sound tech for Conan all his years at NBC, and for Letterman all his years, and for Tom Snyder. Wow. Remember Tom Snyder? Yeah, the, the Tomorrow Show. The Tomorrow yeah. Show, yeah. And he was in that studio, and he was one of the, my best friends and one of the funniest human beings you'll ever meet. Every morning, without fail, at the director's meeting, he was in his 60s, I was in my 40s. Every morning, I'd sit across from him at this big, in the studio, director would be giving notes, and without fail, I'd look up from my notes at one point, and he'd be sitting across the room just going. <laughs> like, Richie's like, doing like a blowjob maneuver. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Listening. That is like true. Like, not everybody's. And, right, I, I didn't know. Right, thank you. <laughs> but every morning, he did that. Speaking of TV. And every yeah. morning, I laughed like I'd never seen it. Like, this was genius comedy, <laughs> yep. and he got me every time, and I just thought, like, we're grown men. Yeah. And you still think. Well, you know what my it's wife says to funny. me? Whenever we have a week off, my wife says, are you going back to camp next week? That's what she calls it. She calls me going to work summer camp. Because that's, that's so exactly funny. what it is. Yeah. And we have inappropriate nicknames for everybody. Right. And the minute a new uh, intern comes in, everybody, you know, automatically is, you know, raiding her. And it's just, you know, right, it's, right, just, right, right, it's right. just it's just the way it is. Yeah, we're, you not, know? we're not. You guys are a little crazier than we we're are. We're nuts. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. We're nuts at our career. Yeah, yeah. Now, a lot of shows will take multiple shows a day. Uh-huh. Do you do that We as do well? two a day. Two yeah. a day. Yeah, so I my first warm-up is at 8.30. That's when wow. I have to hit the stage. Oh, really? At 8.30, yeah. Wow. So, and then, That's and an then, early yeah. morning. And then the show goes, I mean, I do roughly, you know, 20 minutes or so. So then the first show goes from 9 till 10. And then um, the second show then is from 12.30 to about 1.30. So I start my warm-up at about, you know, 12.15 or so. But you're waking up, what, 5? I'm up at 5 every day. But, but you're yeah. done at 1.30. We're done at one between yeah. 1.30 and 2. Yeah, we... Yeah. I mean, but I getting gotta, up at 5 sucks no matter it does. what yeah. Yeah. you do. Yeah. It's right. terrible. Yeah, yeah. it sucks. It really the only the only good thing is that driving into the city because I drive because I can't do the subways anymore. That's how out of New York I'm done. I'm done with the subways. <laughs> I was I was on the L train the other day and I was the only guy not sleeping with a blanket laying on the benches. I was the, yeah. it was like a sleeper car. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, so, I, so right yeah. on the city of New Orleans. Maybe it is. I got I got on the train. I was like. Did I get on Amtrak? Holy crap! Am I on the right train? Because yeah, there's just a there's, hobo there's on his eight way. guys in blankets sleeping on every seat yeah. on the L no, train. It's unbelievable. It's man. gross. So, it so is. I drive in the city. But at least that when I leave at ten till six to come into the city, it takes me ten minutes to get from where I live in Brooklyn to the Upper West yeah. Side. So, you know, I'll be I just fly so now he's moving to Florida, where there yeah. are no homeless. No, <laughs> <laughs> but, at least, but at least they're tan. <laughs> 
Well, so this is, see, I get a little nervous when we have guests on and it's early and we're drinking, uh-huh. but this isn't early to you. No, this is the middle of the night. Did you shoot <laughs> yeah. today? So we did today. We did two okay. two shows, and then I, I uh, ran home and uh, watched 10 minutes of the Yankees game, and now here yeah, I am yeah. back. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, you should have uh, met up with us. We could have watched I guess game. we shouldn't. Yeah. Stanton hit a home run. For first, first at bat. First at bat, Jesus. hit a two-run homer. Wow. Se- season's over. <laughs> let's, let's declare them champs now. So, so RC, what are we drinking? Uh, my favorite bourbon in the whole world, Buffalo Trace, Buffalo from, Rocks, from right. Kentucky. Very smooth. Um, it's smooth. It's sweet. It's caramely. It's vanilla y. It's 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 really nice. I really so. didn't expect RC to show up with a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we'd have to make one up for him. Well, I, no, I, I, I checked the name of the show before I came here. I was like, <laughs> well, actually, I got I got I saw drinking. That's all I saw. I don't know what the rest. Show yeah, about, but I saw drinking. You, actually, so. you saw uh, me and Rick and Donna and knew it was drinking. <laughs> yeah, they just look at the uh, the credits of who's on it. And pretty yeah. sure. So, um, alcohol's involved. When are you done? Uh, June 14th is our last day of taping. Oh, I thought you went through the summer. No, we go through June at the end of okay. middle of June, and then June 17th, my wife and I fly down to Florida. To get a house, we're renting. Okay. And then we, we're down there for five days. She has a couple job interviews lined up as well. Um, and then we fly back. And then um, my last gigs in New York, I'm doing Good Morning America for about a week, the beginning of July. Uh, and then July 15th, we head down to Florida. We pack everything up wow. those two we're days. Wasting no time. At all. At all. But you're staying in comedy. Yeah, yeah. I already, I already have gigs lined up. Um, he doesn't a, have a choice. Have you know? seen his tattoos? <laughs> I have to. What am I going to what am I gonna be a greeter at Publix? Come on. <laughs> Welcome to Publix. This is Lenny Bruce. Uh, oh, but there's, um, there's one job I can picture me doing out in Florida. Right by where we're going to be living, there's like a tiki bar and a pier that goes out into the big river that leads out to the Gulf. And that they have a, a gas station for boats. And all it is is like Cocaine three pumps. Exactly. <laughs> so there's three pumps, and there's a guy, and his job is to sit there in a chair drinking a beer and pump waiting gas. for people. Well, he doesn't even pump the gas. The boat comes in. He stands up and hikes up his pants. He, they, <laughs> the people toss him the rope, and he holds the rope until they get out of the boat and tie it up themselves. Then he takes the pump off the uh, the handle off the pump, hands them the the handle of the, the pump. They fill their own gas tanks. Are you serious? He then they then hand it back to him. He puts it back in. They give him the money. He talks about the weather. He unties the <laughs> boat, but gives them the rope. They get back in, and before they're even turned around, he's back in his chair drinking a beer. <laughs> and I'm like, that's my future job. There you go. <laughs> pant, pant hiking optional. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I said, that's my job. I just got, he's old, so I think if I wait him out, <laughs> I think there's a pretty good, or if I scare him. You're going to be you're, you're gonna be all the people bugging you. That's going to be you to him. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. What are you doing as soon as you're yeah. done with the gas job? Right. Yeah. Hey, you find hey, a replacement. Hey, gas guy. Yeah, you're gas- and the guy's off going, can you believe he thinks? It's gas guy. Hey, listen, I'm interested in your gas filler job. Is that is there a possibility of me getting that? No, so I'm going to keep doing my gigs. Um, I've been in touch with the people at Disney, um, and they there's a possibility of me, of me doing some things for them, like emceeing events and You'd hosting events at, at Disney. Yeah, and I've already auditioned for them three times because we were down there three years in a row. Um, oh, with with, uh, with the Chew. So they already know who I am. So I've emailed a couple of the guys, and they're like, yeah, we would love you. We'll keep you in mind. Let us know when you're down here. And, ta- cool. and Orlando's only like a three-hour drive from where we're going to be living. So I might do some stuff for now, Disney. I will, I will tell you that I was on the road with Joey Cola, and we were driving to a gig talking about you. Uh-huh. 
and I, we were talking about you retiring, and he said that you said to him, I can't picture myself at 70 just waving people. I can't at all. I to, can't you know, I, the... I can't picture my, even at 60, I can't, because I'm 59. I'll be 59 oh, you, this year. Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, I, oh so, wow. You look, so, you yeah, he doesn't look, you look fantastic. Well, it's the bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> no, I knew he was older he than bombed he was. Yeah, so, but, and I said, I, at, at 60 years old, I can't picture me getting an audience to clap for omelets. Right. I just can't do it. Right. You know? And, and Joey said and, to me, see, I can. And I go, oh yeah, no, I know you can. Yeah, well, yeah. Like Joey will be waving in the coffin. No, come on, yeah, guys, come on. Pick it up. Let's hear it for One Joey Cola. Yeah. <laughs> and also, everybody in TV is getting really young. I mean, you know, all the producers are like in oh, their yeah. their mid twenties, yeah. and you know, to be talked down to by someone in their twenties, yeah. just I can't do it anymore. Yeah. So I'm done. You know, especially when they're like, you know, you missed an applause break yeah. during that segment. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, blow my brains well, out right Ma- now. Mark and I go through that with Joel. <laughs> <laughs> RC, it's great to have you on the show, buddy. <laughs> so, out of all the years of doing this, has anybody ever come up to you after and do the "I got a joke for you"? Everybody. Well, I, I'm sure we all get it, right? I yeah, mean, every yeah. oh, every oh, gig, yeah. every weekend, everywhere. How do you here's feel? What, here's about what doing you should do in your skit. I got a great joke. I got a great joke for your skit. They your say skit, to you, yeah. your little skit. <laughs> you get that? Skit. Your little skit. <laughs> yeah. Which is interesting for you because you're unique from everybody else because you. Just pretty much improvise. Yeah, I don't do joke jokes at all. I don't really have setups and punches at all. It's interesting for them to watch that. And then think they could use this. All right, that I'm going to put that joke in somewhere in the middle a of my act. He walks into a bar, <laughs> right? right. Somewhere in this. You must be terrible at puzzles, because where does that fit? <laughs> yeah, at all. Yeah, no. Now, but what, how do you feel about when somebody tells you some comics hate it, some comics love it? I love it personally. I'll listen to every. Joke I like you'll hearing tell a good me. joke. I, 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 well, it depends on the person saying, "Do you want to hear a joke?" I mean, if it's you know a normal guy or someone who we think is normal, that's fine. I'll listen to a joke. But if it's a guy who's like a, a little drunk or just an annoying old guy and you know that he does this all the time then that if it's a cute chick i will listen to her jokes for the rest of the night <laughs> you know so so you, you got to get a read on the audience you yeah. know if it's some guy who who i've just picked on and they want to come out and be an ass to me then no i won't listen to it okay. i yeah. was in i don't know how to tell you may have to edit this i'm gonna tell it I was. You, oh, we're editing. No, you really may have to edit this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was we'll, in Houston we'll about 25 years ago, and I was working with Mick Lazinski. You know yeah, me? yeah. Love Mick. And this guy walks up to us after the show, and I'm standing like facing Mick, and the guy goes, "I got a joke for you." And Mick puts his hand up and goes, "Is it racist?" Doesn't even look at the guy. Goes, Is it racist? And the guy goes, "No." Mick goes, because if it's racist, we don't want to hear it. The guy Just goes, judge him by his accent? It's, it's not racist. <laughs> Mick goes, all right, what's In the In Houston, joke? what are the chances? Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, the guy goes, so these two N-words walk into a oh! bar. Oh, no, but he didn't say N-word. No. no. And I went on the floor, and Mick goes, what did I just say to you? What? And the guy was going, no, let me finish. His point was, it, the black guys come off good in the joke. It's like, he was just saying N-word. I was, was just, just describing I'm them. I'm just trying to explain to you Come who on. they were. They were smart <laughs> N-words. Come on. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. Holy yeah. That, it, yeah. I, I, will n- I could not. I was laughing so hard. And Mick's like, and Mick's. What did I say? What did I just say? What? He was so mad at the guy. The guy's like, if you'll let me tell you the joke. Right. right. <laughs> it's, 
it explains itself. <laughs> well, and I wouldn't want Mick mad because he looks like John oh, yeah. Malkovich. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he'd kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, I love Mick. Mick used to be pretty muscular. Too. Yeah, back, yeah, this was, is 25 years yeah, ago. He was yeah. in pretty good yeah. shape, as we all yeah. were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you started working for the oh, Chew. Wait, maybe, maybe it was 25 pounds ago. I'm not sure. I always see pictures of when I start, first started doing warm up, like from you know 18 years ago, and I always say, "Oh, look at that guy. He's so thin and hopeful and happy that he's working in TV." <laughs> This is the beginning of a great life for him. <laughs> the beginning of the end, <laughs> look, right look, here. Look how hopeful he is. <laughs> now, what you, you've done, I actually was, I backed you up on a few shows now. Right. And the first one I did, well, no, the first one was before Danza, but you did Danza. Right. My very first one was the daytime version of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I did, okay. But I only did that for two weeks, and then they fired me. Oh, really? For whatever reason. So, um, for politics or whoever. So, <laughs> no, you know. no further question. Right. And that you was, you want to know what the real is? So, no, that was with uh, Meredith Vieira. Meredith? Okay. I got fired because the other guy who was doing warm-up, um, who had been just fired, um, got back into the good graces of the producers by sleeping with one of the secretaries. And so then the secretary secretary went to bat for him and said, you got to have him back on the show. Well, that crosses so all the person they, I thought they it was. Can, so they canned me. So. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'll so, tell you later. Yeah. So, really? So I, so I did that. That worked? Yeah, it worked. But then within a couple Richie, of weeks. Richie, if you slept with the secretary, you'd never get hired again. <laughs> you have to be good in bed. No, Dr. Oz's secretary, he's a really cute guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then the second show I did um, within a couple of weeks was uh, the Caroline Ray show. Oh, that's who right. Took, who was going to be the next Rosie the O'Donnell. The next Rosie, yeah. Right. She actually and, took Rosie's right. studio and everything. And that was my first full-time gig, doing okay. that. And then I just, I, that was only on for one season. Actually, it might still be on because they never officially canceled it. No lie. They never said it was canceled. And as we're having the farewell in the studio, Caroline is like, well, we don't know if there's going to be a second second season but it's been a great experience they're tearing down the set and carrying stuff are out. you kidding yeah. me Oxing oh, it off. So yeah. funny, dude. she's like hey can you can you hey. hold off on the hammering <laughs> we're, not sure. we're not sure if we're coming back hold on they want my dress yeah it's Hang exactly on. what it was like wow, yeah it's exactly what it was wow. like so and then I did uh, Life and Stop. Oh no! Then I did the Ricky Lake show for its final season, um, which was the. So basically, you're saying if you have a TV show, don't hire RC. <laughs> no, because no, that might how, be the I last. I do remember that vaguely that he was going from show to show. Right, to and show. then I did Danza. Oh, I did. A no, sh- I did the short-lived Life and Style. That was the one which I was, with Kamora Lee Kimora Simmons. Kamora Lee Simmons, uh, Russell Simmons' wife. Right. What, she was so nice. She was very and nice. And what's her name? The comic. Uh, was Lynn Copland. Who was on it? And and I did that show for just a couple of weeks because it was such a bad show. Well, it was you brought terrible. me in to back you up on it. Right. And then you came over to me and you, st- you said to me the day that I went to watch it, he goes, listen, I'm probably going to quit and I don't think you should take this job <laughs> that offer it to it you. Was it was because- like... Because I was doing the show one day and it was terrible, and the the executive producer was the guy that always yelled. It was a show where everybody yelled all the time. Uh-huh. The stage managers yelled. It was just a nasty place to be. So he gives me the finger. Come here. In the middle of a segment. EP. Yeah. So I went walking out in the hallway. I'm like, yes, sir. He goes, this audience sucks. What's going on? Wow. And I had at it. I said, well, if they had something to look at that was good, maybe wow. they would be good. Wow. And he was, that's it. And he got really pissed wow. off. So I left and went over to the Danza show and did that for two two right. years, two and seasons. And I backed you up on Danza. But, right. Because I used to love go And uh, Scott... Um, the director for Dr. Ross. Was our AD, was our assistant director. Right, 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 yep. right, 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 yeah. right. So that yeah. was on for two seasons, and then the Rachel Ray show for I did for six and a half years. 
Uh, no, five and a half years, almost right. six. And then Which I've been, was exhausting. It, it was brutal. I did fill in for a week at Rachel Ray when you... That's uh, where I learned my chops because it wow. took us three hours yeah. to do a one-hour show. Yeah. And yeah. I was killing all the time if it and wasn't that was the show. Season, I think that was my first season at Oz. Right. And we were doing three hours at Oz. So I had a week off from Oz and was really needing that week off. Yeah. And you had an emergency and had to go home. And I went into Rachel, and that, and I'm like, I can't believe I'm doing another three-hour show. It was brutal. It was well, brutal. The one thing that I that I heard, like uh, you said, for the the chew, you go up, and your routine is 20 minutes. Right. And I heard for Rachel Ray, it could be 10 minutes, it could be 20, could be an hour. Back then, when I did it, it yeah. would be anywhere because it's now. wardrobe changes oh, okay. took a lot of time. They would do two or three shows at once. They would do three segments from one show, then she would change her clothes, and then two segments from another show. Then she would go back and change into the same clothes, and they would do four more segments. Yeah. It was really weird. The scheduling was yeah, just yeah, really yeah. bizarre. And I had to be out there singing. And that was the only show I've ever worked on where the audience would just get up and leave. Because they'd be like, listen, they said we were going to be done by 2. Yeah, and it was like 5 o'clock. Yeah. When I was there. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They'd go, we're going. We're leaving. <laughs> yeah, listen, because we have a life. Yeah. So we have to yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember one day at Oz we were having problems. And I had really done a lot of time up front. And then Oz had something happen. He had a change. And. And uh, Dr. Drew Pinsky was on the show, and he stayed, He saw that I was, like, done. And he goes, anybody have any questions? And he fielded questions for, like, a half hour, and I thought that was so nice of him. Not the worst ever happened to a comic that I've heard, uh, Tracy Locke, who uh, does yeah. warm-up. She was working on the Katie Couric show, and she starts her warm-up, and Katie had a dental emergency. Either she lost a filling she or something. She told me. And, and they came, they called over, Tracy over and they go, listen, we have to take Katie to the dentist. So just kill time till we get back. Oh <laughs> and, oh. she, and she ended up doing almost two hours. What? Really? Yeah. <laughs> While Katie went to have her filling replaced. I mean, what's going through your head when that happens? Oh, you're, you just, you're, I mean? you're just ready. Because that's when you're out there doing your time and you turn around and all you see is tumbleweeds. Because at the wow. Rachel Ray show, I knew I was done at the Rachel Ray show when one day I'm out there and they said, no, no, sh she's walking. She'll be right out. And so I started my, my warm up and 15 minutes go by, then 20 minutes go by, then 25, then 30. And I'm still doing my warm up. And you're fine. And, you know, and do it. then 35. And I turn around and the whole crew is gone. Oh, they've boy, they've yeah. all gone out to craft services and there's tumbleweeds rolling across the set. So I said, hey, play some music to my son guy. And I went out and I just snapped. I went out and they're all just standing out there drinking coffee and breakfast. And I went, what the F is going on out here? <laughs> Where people like drop their coffee. And I was like, you better get your asses in there and start the show because I'm done. I'm done. And I go back in the studio. <laughs> And, and he goes back yeah, in the studio and goes, oh, so anyway. Yeah, so, so <laughs> who's dancing and who likes booty? Who likes burgers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't like to do a lot of time up front. I think, I think 15 minutes is more than yeah, enough. Yeah, I like to do 10 just because they anticipate the star and the show. So the less you do up front for me, the, the longer you're out there, the more they kind of lose that edge of, we're going to start a show here now. Yeah. yeah. So that's just my own. You know, if you need time in between, I, I'll give it to you. But up front, I'd rather. And he, he, I talked to Oz about it. He agreed. So I, you know what I mean? It's not like something I, we both discussed it. Right. I, there's an anticipation that gets lost if you're out there for half an hour. But he's nuts. Yeah, he's well, nuts because he tries to beat me to the stage now. It's the, oh, and he I did wish. one day. Wow, I wish. He went out and a few weeks ago. He went out. I was in the men's room. I come out and I'm like, I see the hair and makeup, and I go, why are they up here? And then I, I hear, 
hey, guys, listen. I go, oh, this isn't good. <laughs> and the stage manager. <laughs> and, I'm picturing and Richie just When he's running. on the show, we got to talk about it. Yeah. So the yeah. stage manager, <laughs> no, is the opposite. Because he's always trying to beat me. So I'm like, fuck him. He beat me, right? All right, great. He be, stage manager's like, you should be out there. I go, I should be out. He shouldn't be out there. <laughs> so I go, tell me who should I be go out, there. out and he's saying the audience, when the warm-up guy gets here, don't laugh. Don't anything. laugh. Don't, and, and I turn it. I go. I go. I'm here. He goes. Shoot. Like like he, he wanted to mess with. I'm like you. He was like a third grader playing he, a oh, prank. Oh, he's like a, you know. He's like he is I like a third it. grader. I love what it. happens on our show is our hosts do my jokes during the show. He does that he all does the my time. Jokes. He does all my the jokes. time, and then they, I, that's cool. And then, I find that very. And then they and then though. they make a point of saying, you know, we do RC's jokes just to piss him off. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. No, no. Doc just steals my jokes. Yeah. yeah. No, he just takes them. Rachel how, used to do it all the time too. How funny was it when uh, what's his name Rocco started repeating you? I'm a sex god or Rocco, whatever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Rocco Despirito. Oh yeah. Yeah. He we actually wrote a joke for him. Uh, he was on the show. And they were there. They were at the show. And so he he's in the hallway. He goes, hey, I, I got an idea for a joke, but I don't have a, an ending. You got to help me write this. And I turn, I go, you couldn't have had a better day. I got Mark. <laughs> so we, we, we wrote a joke for Rocco. And Rocco looks at Mark and goes, that's good, but we could do better. We could wow. do better. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. yeah, but then you were doing the warm-up, and you kept repeating something. I, I did uh, and then I he, do a thing on sexual heat. Oh, no, right. I do... Uh, I do a joke about uh, that he'd never heard before because I always do it where we did a, uh, we uh, we talk about sex and I kept stopping. I go, you know, I, I say something like Dr. Oz. You never know what we're going to talk about. Recently, uh, I learned this. You should have sex. And the point is two and a half times a week. But when I got the sex, people clap. So then I go again. I, you should have sex, and I keep doing it. People keep clapping, and it threw Rocco off. Right, and he went so out. He's and recording he's, his, his his bit. He goes out, and at one point <laughs> he he's flopped, and he turns to us. He goes, "I'm all thrown. Richie's working blue. I don't know what's going on." <laughs> and then he yelled, "Sex!" Yeah, he, he started yelling, "Sex!" <laughs> Brad Garrett was on our show once, and uh, and when Brad's on a TV show, he just takes over. Yeah, he doesn't let anybody yeah. talk. So he did a joke, and I wait for the audience to laugh. And he goes, listen, little monkey boy, I don't need you waving your arms. <laughs> oh, you should wear that with a badge of honor. Brad Garrett once called you a monkey yeah, boy. But, but, then, but then I said, I figured you could use all the help you can get. And the crowd goes, oh! Whoa! Comic fight! Yeah. <laughs> so, Somerville's on next. So Michael Somerville's coming. Oh, nice. And he opens for Brad, so it's funny yeah. he brought up Brad. Um, I don't know why I just said that. It stopped no, the whole he's show. Not, he's not here. Um, so, <laughs> but I, I think it's funny how you mentioned how you drive in and you drive out because when we were hanging out a couple weeks ago, you, you talked how you become a better cook. Oh, much better. Oh, absolutely. They, they, they Look make, at me. Make, <laughs> I wasn't going to make that joke, but we're all self-loathing. Right. Uh, that when they make something cool on the show, you're already you can't get to the supermarket quick. No, enough. I stop at the I stop at the at, at, at the food store Craft on the way home. On the and, way home. <laughs> yeah, and and pick up the ingredients and make it at home that night. Which your wife so, must love. Well, yeah, because they never cook. So and the, <laughs> and honestly and honestly, if it's something that has like ingredients that I don't think know if the kids will like, I actually say, you know, this is what Michael made today on the show, and they're like, oh, this is great, and they eat it. Oh, so, it's all about yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. They won't eat my food, but they'll eat celebrity chef's That's food. Hilarious. <laughs> it's all about how you sell it. It's all how you sell it. A three-year-old and a five-year-old walking down to Park Slope, Brooklyn, and the mom was like, kids, do you want to get sushi tonight? They're like, yeah, sushi. I'm like, are they really excited about raw sushi. fish? <laughs> are they really? Seriously. <laughs> We're having sushi tonight. I'm glad you brought that up. Oh. <laughs> My mouth's watering. It's funny because 
you said that you'll see, get something that you see on the show. And, like, I'm much healthier now since I started uh, Dr. I can Oz. see that. You're glowing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Diet starts Monday. I, yeah, it's from I the told, bourbon. I told him, I go, uh, I, go I, I said, order me food. They, I go, Joe, order me a steak. Or whatever. I, go, I, what? I go, diet starts Monday. And he goes, it, the question is, which Monday? Which <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Can I tell one real quick story? Anything oh, you want, Mars. brother. Yeah. I, I never worked this club a lot in my career. Right, I was never a city comic. I was, you know, so, and and the uh, in in about '95, I would come here and hang out because I would work catch. I worked catch a rising star when it was here in the city. So then I would come down to the strip and just hang out and talk to people and stuff like that. As as we do, we yeah, hang out yeah. a lot. Well, this is where I got arrested. This was the what? club what? I got arrested at. Right next door, there used to be a little. Bodega. He can't get a spot, but he can get arrested. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> juicy, yeah. juicy. Right Go next ahead. door, there was like a little bodega. It's still there. Which was, no, 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 no. It was right where the Chinese restaurant oh, okay. is, and yeah, now yeah, the yeah. closed restaurant. That's where it was like a big place, and they had flowers out front and everything. So I'm hanging out one night, sitting out here in the lobby, and all of a sudden I see just like three or four, and then five cops come walking in the front door. And at the time, this comic I knew, his name was Billy. He was an African-American guy. And I said, hey, Billy, your ride's here. I just made a joke, you know, because yeah. there's all these cops. He's like, ah, <laughs> ha, ha, ha. And then they came walking up to our table, and there's this Indian guy with them pointing at me going, that's him, that's him, that's him, that's him. And so I was like, and the uh, cop said, uh, can you step outside? And I'm like, me? And he's like, yeah, can you? I'm like, sure. So I went out in front. Well, about two weeks before, some guys had gone in and, and beat the crap out of him trying to rob him. And he thought I was the guy that did it. He thought I had returned Are to the scene This is when you crime. had the crazy spiky so, hair. It was blonde hair. I had blonde hair you at the time. Back? And I'm like, so a guy with blonde hair and tattoos robbed you and you think I'm him? So they ended up, like, cuffing me and taking me down to the precinct and holding me. I had to go. I, Who I, got I, your spots? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the funny thing. Billy. Um, Louis C.K. was here that night doing the show. And so he was out front when I got arrested, you know? It was him. And yeah, so it was him. Um, and I ran into him years later, and he's like, I have a memory of you getting arrested at the comic. I'm like, yeah, that was me. So, and now you have a memory of him being yeah, arrested. So it, it went it, 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 it went to trial. I had to get a public no, defender. are you serious? Yeah, and everything. And they and they kept postponing the trial, but we had preliminary hearings. I had to plead not guilty. They had to get witnesses. Here's the one thing that saved me. There used to be a club um, in Lake Hopatcong. Yeah. Because my thing was, was it Porky's? Whatever the name of it was, it was um, in a basement. Yeah. Yeah. So because because they said to, the 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 first thing the cops said to me was where, where were you two weeks ago on Saturday? And I was like I was probably working. Right. You know, as I work on every Friday and Saturday night. And they're like at this club. I'm like, no, I'm a road guy. So there's no money in the city. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I'm a road guy. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. Because if you would have been here, you would have had time to go there. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, no, I don't know if you know, but the politics of comedy is there's no there's no spots in the city. They have a million guys, and oh, never mind. So, <laughs> I digress. I went, in, I went into a whole diet. And there's a big city line of hookers <laughs> looking down at you. Yes. Yeah. I said, no, I'm a road guy. I, I work where there's money. Come on, I get to do 30 or 40 minutes, and then I get to. Have extra money so at the time believe it or not the club in new jersey actually kept a tally of what time the comics went on stage and so they had rc smith on stage from 8 40 to 9 30 wow. um when this guy was robbed it was like 10 o'clock at night lake hopatcon is like an hour and a half yeah. away from here wow. and so that my lawyer actually found that 
And and so, um, but it went on for about six months because the assistant district attorney was right out of law school and he was going to make an example of this wise-ass comic <laughs> with the hair and the tattoos. Wow. And so, so I had to go to court date after court date after court date. And finally I said to my lawyer, look, what, if this thing goes to trial, what are we looking at here? He goes, well, it's, it's a misdemeanor, but it could get bumped up to a felony. So you could end up maybe doing maybe six months to two years. And I'm like, unacceptable. That is completely <laughs> unacceptable. No what do you think? You're some kind of comic? <laughs> yes. yes. But, they, but they, there was a restraining well, a order. Comic. That's a huge <laughs> yeah. range. There was a restraining order. I couldn't come up here to the Upper East Side. Yeah, I but the comic strip Second Avenue. put that up. Yeah. yeah, they didn't want me near them. <laughs> So, wow. yeah, yeah, and finally, and finally, uh, one day we went into court for the final hearing, and they had the evidence, and the judge actually yelled at the assistant DA, and I was like, "Why has this thing been going on for so long? The guy obviously has an alibi. He wasn't the one that wow. did it." I never Case knew dismissed. this. I never knew this. Yeah, it was, you know, and it was funny because the, the cops took me down to the precinct is on 66th Street, I think it is, um, and they tried to do good cop, bad cop, because I was in cuffs in the back of the police car, and I was like, "So what happens next?" And the one guy's like, well, why don't you tell us what happened and maybe we'll go easy on you. And I'm like, oh, okay, he's the bad cop. All right, that's good. Wow. <laughs> if that story goes differently, none of the stories you told today would have happened. At all. Ever. That's right. Wow. Yeah, that's Much right. Much different life. I'd be sitting outside the comic strip wow. with a pencil case selling pencils for 50 cents. Bring so. whole new wow. meaning to the chew. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. So that's my, and, and you know, so I didn't come up here for a long time. Right. Just because well, I just, we, you know. Well, let's go next door and beat the shit out of someone. Right now, let's, let's go. <laughs> RC's revenge. <laughs> I don't know if you remember me from 30 years ago. <laughs> I am a different guy. I am a different and guy. Now I'm moving to Florida, fucker. <laughs> so we got to get out of this now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was great. That's, that's a great way to go out. storytelling, baby. Thanks, RC. My pleasure. Last call. Thanks for listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling.